Welcome. Well, what we are talking here is mind and mental faculties. We call it mental faculties. But uh, I think the idea is to understand mind better. And the Buddha's teaching, when you begin to look at it, it is it's very interesting. And it always seems to be, it is very funny where and how Buddha taught everything. It's not like, okay, you pray here and you get an answer, you wish here, you get this. And uh, it never did that, Buddha. Always uh, encourage uh, disciples or friends or who are interested in the Buddha's ideas. Buddha always has a tie to have some kind of understanding. So it's always encouraged to whatever you see, whatever you experience, whatever you do, and they always um, try to find out what it is. And there's always, uh, always look into very uh, detail. This is, uh, I don't know whether it's a Buddhist wisdom or whatever. If you just look at the table, and the Buddha normally not satisfied just saying this is a table and that everybody knows. Everybody knows uh, it is a table and uh, you can serve the purpose of a table, put things on top and uh, whether you put books or cups or glasses or whatever, flowers or be able to lift that, you know. Be able to lift that from the ground, whatever level measurement you wanted to, to, to be able to get to that level is a sort of a definition of a table. So, so Buddha always encouraged people to see that way. And, um, which means if you have a table down there, probably it does not justify to be a table because you don't reach down there. Level is not adjusted. I mean, this is funny way. So Buddha encourages everybody to look and to find out what is that you're experiencing? What is that you're seeing? Uh, what is it? So there's always encouragement of looking in a detail in there, not just leave it there. So when you keep on looking at it, uh, basically whatever you're looking at it, it falls into five different categories. Five different categories. Category one is called, it's called in Tibetan, which means collectively produced. And um, then category two will be dumache, not collectively produced. Uh, when you say collectively produced, again, it has a very specific, not because two, three things got together. That's just not qualified to be collectively produced. Collectively produced here means the cause of whatever it is, condition in which it is existing, and uh, what triggered it this, what made it happen, what triggered this. 
So that means collectively when he is referring to. And then certain things are not came out of that just by itself. Just by itself. For example, the example is space. Space is not conditioned. Space is not created by anything. I mean, it's, it is not a collective as we think as a collective. It is a, so space itself is permanent. It's not impermanent, it's a permanent. Space is permanent. There's always, space will always be there. So this is the example of what is not collective. And then, when you say collectively produced, Within the that, you have physical forms, physical aspects of it, then the mind aspects of it, and then the mental faculty. So the mind, mental faculty, and form, physical aspects. These are what we call it duje, the collectively produced. And Dumache, um, like space and all that, there's nothing collective in there. Is it permanent? All of these are others are impermanent. Basically, you need to see that in order to see the mind. Really, because you know, we know when it's collectively coming in, so the moment you know this is collectively coming in, you begin to look what is the cause? What is the condition? What make it happen? All of those. So that's what we call it five basic foundations. And uh, according to the Buddha, uh, you will see or hear or know nothing. No one ever know anything beyond these five points. Anything, anybody, whoever sees or hears or understands will fall either one of those five things. Either it is, it is permanent, which has no cause, no condition for whatsoever, or collectively produced. I know few of you, your mind is uh, very troubled now, thinking, then how come? What is it? Isn't there emptiness within that or whatever? And that is a different story. Let's not touch it here. Uh, because I can see some of the people got immediately puzzled, you know, so started thinking what happened to the emptiness and this and that. So basically, these are the five. So the soul is known as five bases to be known. You will not find anything, no matter whoever, great spiritualist, great scientist, no matter whoever, whoever, wherever, whatever looks, you are not going to find anything which will not fall in any one of those categories. It's not going to happen. Okay? So, Anything to be known, to be understand, to be able to see, will fall either one of those categories. 
So thus, now we are talking about the mind. Where does mind fall? Mind fall in this category. We have said form and mind and mental faculties. So the mind will fall in that category. So basically what you, I want you to remember, first thing, is a mind is not an independent of its own existence. Mind is interdependent and natural of existence. How does mind exist? Interdependently, not independently. Interdependently exist in natural. So that is the mind interdependently. So it's, if it is interdependent, what is mind depends on? Cause, condition, so sort of immediate cause, all that. What I, I use the word, what triggers that happen. So basically, when you understand that, then you, what do you get in your mind? You will begin to know mind is a dependent arise. It depends on. By understanding mind is a dependent arise, you also understand mind is not independent. So therefore, although we will look ourselves, what is me, who is me, whatever, all this will go on and on and on, and finally we hide ourselves in, uh, you know what the Tungbarimbiche calls, cocoon, where the, the worms hide, right? We'll find a cocoon um, which is only a word we call it mind. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a fine. So we'll, we'll take a lot of comfort looking in the mind and the finding mind is because we know we have nothing else except physical aspects of ourselves and the mental aspects of ourselves. You have nothing else. You may have a bank balance, but that's not yours. Honestly, it is yours as long as you are alive. The moment you died, or moment you moment you lost the control, that's all, that's why people are so much concerned with the control issue. Moment you lost the control is not yours. Whether you have a zillion here, the five minutes before. And you have zero manners, if it's possible. Uh, zero manners five minutes later. In absolute reality, in reality, what do we take? Comfort. Comfort, because we know the physical aspects is nothing everlasting. It's just going. It's just the perishable. It is a natural, naturally it will go. It has to fall parts. I mean, it's not even designed to be last everlasting. Sometimes it's worse designed than General Motors. <laughs> uh, so it's not designed to last at all. So it's just, it is going. 
It is, you know, it is perishable. So we feel threatened, especially people such as yourselves. You are educated, you think. And there are people who doesn't think at all. For them it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as long as you don't have ache and pain and thing, and then it is, uh, nobody thinks about it. That is the uneducated category. But people such as yourself, you are all educated, intelligent, and uh, as a matter of fact, many of you are brilliant people. So you think all the time. So when you think about it, there is no problem for you to understand the physical thing is going. Is this going, going, gone? <laughs> that is in that category, in that natural. So you're afraid. There's a fear. The fear is that where I'm going to go, where I'm going to fall, what's going to happen to me? So fear of loss, completely. Fear of loss. So you are protected by the fear of loss, thinking, oh, oh, it's my body, it's not me, me is my mind. So you take that comfort, that's why I call it, you can hide in that cocoon. So that's one. Now we are tackling that. What is it? What is that mind? How do you define mind? What is it? So the moment you're thinking of it, the before even we came to think, I introduced you that five bases, and out out of this, three falls into to collectively produced. By saying collectively produced, by natural. It's when it's collectively produced, the moment when this whatever comes to collectively together, the moment it ceases to be collectively together, it means destructive nature. It goes away. Okay. So I brought you uh, another fear of, uh, of annihilation or avoid. However, I would like to throw a word here. If I try to give you reason and explanation, we'll be talking something else. But in order to not to fall that nihilistic point, I also like to throw a word, and that is this, a continuation continuation of the self, continuation of me, continuation of you, continuation of me will continue. This continue, continue, not gross continue, very subtle, very, very subtle continuation is there. Okay? Again, some of your mind, oh, then it's not a permanent, impermanent, it's a permanent, blah, blah, blah. So, so these are the sometimes 
When we use our mind too strong, sometimes that happens. So let's not entertain those questions right now. There is a continue. Yeah, you can raise that question. You know, Trungpa Rinpoche has given the answer in English. The interpreter will say, Gyun, doesn't make much sense, continuation. But then the Trungpa Rinpoche said, continuation of discontinuity. <laughs> continuation of discontinuity. And because it's discontinuity because it's impermanent. Changes every minute. Yet it's continue. I brought that up because you may have some people, some of you may think, well, it's going to be ended anyway. It's going to be completely closed and shut down. So I'll fall in that huge void or very nihilistic, nothing existing. So that's not right. If that happens, we will destroy the foundation of functioning in life, foundation of functioning in karma, foundation of functioning in samsara and nirvana. That is a problem. So that's why we don't want to destroy that. That is the, that continued. Well, I might add up that here. When that continuation is contaminated, contaminated, then it becomes samsara. When it is uncontaminated, it becomes nirvana. And that's where the Buddha says, Samsara is suffering, Nirvana is peace. Okay, many of you may not know the word Samsara. It is the Sanskrit word. It sort of translates into a continuation. It is a continuation. Some people call it circle of life. Life after life continuing. They call it circle. Circle of life. Circle of life. That is what is referred to samsara. Basically, Buddha divides again. Every being, as long as you are living, you fall in one of those two categories. Either within the samsara or nirvana. There is no third hanging anywhere. Sometimes it's so funny, whether you're black or white, no gray. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, but honestly, so falls in that category. When you fall in the samsara circle, and then it's just suffering in natural. So whatever we do, whatever we do, we do. There's a suffering continuously. Mental, physical, emotional suffering. When you go out of the samsara, there's no mental, there's no physical, there's no emotional suffering. Free of those sufferings. So that's why two categories again. Nirvana and samsara. Even one of those Buddhist slogans says, Everything contaminated is suffering. Um, nirvana is peace. 
which is uncontaminated, is a peace. So suffering, peace. Contaminated, uncontaminated. Samsara, nirvana. So now, our job is to find out where am I? Where am I? Am I in samsara or am I in nirvana? It doesn't take rocket science to find out because uh, we have a lot of sufferings. Physical, mental, emotional. We all know how many times we cry, let us say in five minutes. That shows emotional insecurity, suffering. Our physical body, the change, getting old, collecting wrinkles, not hearing, hearing aid, not seeing eyeglasses are the indication of physical suffering. Of course, I forgot. If you lose your hair, you may become a sexy, bald-haired person. However, it is a sign of suffering. That, that tells you. <laughs> that tells us we know where we are. So our spiritual work has now established it shows us. So we want to get out of this suffering circle and get into a non-suffering circle. That becomes our spiritual goal and our spiritual purposes. And how do I get out of here to over there is not so much physical working. Physical working is great. Wonderful. If you want to be, you know, healthy grass eater or wheat grass juice drinker, <laughs> no problem. Wonderful. As a matter of fact, the more healthier you are, lesser the suffering. Lesser the suffering you are, you have a better opportunity to do something for yourself and for others. Great. But... That is not ultimate spiritual goal at all. At all. Though, some people may call it spiritual. That's fine. That's fine. I have no quarrel. Even the earlier masters, the Hindu great masters, when they have a yoga, they introduce seven yogas. The first yoga is Hatha yoga, the physical yoga. And the last yoga is the yoga of wisdom, seventh yoga. Pranjana is the wisdom. Tibetans call it Tanya. It is P-R-A. Somehow Tibetans read Tanya. I don't know why, but anyway. 
So the so the modern Sanskrit scholars make fun of Tibetan <coughs> Sanskrit because the Paranja will be read as a Tanja and all kinds of funny things anyway. So it shows image is important and has a value, but the ultimate value of the spiritual is lifting ourselves from the circle which is the samsara the pain and the suffering circle and getting ourselves into the peace circle, the nirvana. It is the goal, purpose. Through what vehicle we go, through what vehicle we go, mind. It is the mind that makes a difference. Actually, Mind is the most important. May not be mind only. There is a Buddhist school called mind only school. So there, there's, there's a lot of reasons. We may, we may laugh at them, but it's not worth to laugh. So the vehicle is the mind. Mind over matter. Mind makes a hell of a difference, really. It's this whole thing. It's this mind. If you look into today's achievement, whatever achievement, mental, physical, mental achievement, the spiritual peoples, such as the Buddha or Jesus, Son of God, so maybe originally came in, whatever it is. But anyway, uh, whoever fully developed, like Buddha, and the Buddha's development is mental development. The spiritual development such as what Buddha achieved is uh, through mental and the mental development. This, this scientific development recovering today is a tremendous amount of Look in the medical science. I mean, everything, whatever goes wrong, almost everything has a something curable and something to do, everything. It is all these scientific developments are also coming through mind. It is the mind that makes it is possible. Because all these scientists have a mind. I don't think brain alone can do it. When there is no mind, the brain alone Brain without mind is good for nothing except for the certain culture. They eat monkey brain for good dessert. Other than that, brain without mind is good for nothing, honestly. Honestly. So it's a mind. Where does all this development come from? Is research. The research brought that, right? And what does research? Research is done through mind. And I use physical thing to make sure what's happening, but it's done through mind. So both spiritual, scientific, all developments are through mind. And that's why even the scientists today are totally looking into the mind. As a matter of fact, 
the mind live conference is still going on in dharamsala today with his holiness and a lot of scientific people including our jolhat bang shabiro and everybody are there today and so what they are doing is is mind live and so this is a, this is important so it is the mind that is really making everything difference in our life spiritual material scientific everything if bill get doesn't have the mind what he had he will not make three even the quarter of what he made it today from the even the money point of view it is all mind and even among ourselves we look we have a computer wizard and they become a wizard because you have the mind that will be able to do it and we do have a lot of specialists who are great whatever you do you are great because of your mind not because you are so fat or not because you are so thin nothing to do with the physical not because you are tall not because you are short nothing to do with physical a mind so that's why mind is most important when we turn on our mind whatever we do we don't get very far as i read on last thursday and uh, there was a great 18th century don't rely on me dates okay for me everything was yesterday <laughs> uh, honestly it is really funny whether it is a uh, 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago or 40 years ago sometimes i say yesterday or just the other day so that's an honestly i'm telling you truly but what happened today or yesterday i won't even remember i won't remember i will remember what happened today in a in a day or two or week or two or three or four months or years later perfectly even the faces of the people and everything but what i don't remember is the numbers and dates okay and that is again mind mind so that's what happens so 18th century or whatever kachin yishi jensen the mostly in the buddhist documents it is abhidhamma kosha abhidhamma is the one who really talks a lot about mind and there's a bajarayana mind explanation which i'm not going to talk here at all which is different but other than that none secret there's no secrecy involved none secret and all these are not mostly talked by the abhidhamma there's a two upper and lower abhidhamma sometimes it's really tell you completely the one will tell you the east the other will tell you no that's the west but anyway kashin jigens put them together and made a little bit of sensible and he had a little synopsis here again kashin jigens even says konde kyu moluba simle jo yinojis all our positive benefits and the negative consequences everything where is it come from 
It is coming from mind and mind only, said by Buddha number of times, repeatedly. That's what he said, first word. So as we saying earlier, when we have a good life, good wonderful things happening, when you have a sad, difficult things all happening together, wonderful things comes together, difficult things seems comes together, the one triggers the other one, because it's the times and the condition. You know, it comes out of times and the conditions. I told you earlier, dependent arise. Times and conditions. When you have one difficulty, you have sadness, worry, and all that. That triggers another condition. That triggers another condition. So difficulty brings difficulty. Positive becomes positive. Negative brings negative. I think people accept that. Positive brings positive. Negative brings negative. People do accept that. Why? Because of the conditions. The mental conditions, the sadness will become sadness. If you keep on living on that, it will go worse and worse and worse and get a depression and this and that. If you look at a crying person, you will feel like a crying. One cry makes everybody cry. Uh, if you look at one laughing happy person, everybody will be happy. This is the condition that makes a difference. That is because collectively produced. Because it is interdependently produced. So it's all mind. All mind. So who controls your mind? That is the question I like to throw at you. And it is for you to find out who controls your mind. Your boyfriend? Your girlfriend? Your wife? Who? For you to find out. Okay? Think about it. Meditate. So, Lord, if you are an intelligent and then you should know how what is this mind I mean the focal point the important points of mind is should know one should know if you are intelligent you really need to know important thing so if you wanted to know the mind and how it works you need to know two points mind itself and the mental faculties mind and mental faculties is it divided but not separate not separate it's divided for us to understand better if you say, is this completely separate like a table and a glass of water on the table? These are two completely different separate. And no, it's not. It may be table and table top. It may be table and table leg. Something like that. 
not separate mind and mental faculty basically what does a mind do what does a mind do i mean this one doesn't say but another commentary will say what does a mind do mind just perceives just perceives the mental faculties worked out and make it certain make it certain mind just perceives take one of the mental faculty remembrance or memory whatever you call it and that mental faculty will make you not to forget and make it the last impression and keep it there the the wisdom aspects of the mind and that sort of discriminates discriminates and what's not is cut out what is is put it in and projected into the mind so when you really need to know you need to know mind and mental faculty together otherwise mind alone is just like a mera this is a wrong example but i'm going to tell you like a mera mera looking glass just a mera mera capable of perceiving anything projected to it you know what i mean the mera whatever you project to the mera the mera is the capable of receiving that projection you give and give you back that's what the job of mera is right the small narrow restaurants put a lot of mera here and there looks huge right so so is it give you that eye illusion so that looks huge because the because a mera perceived and project just like that mind is perceiving just perceive mental faculty clarify make it certain make it this is yellow or red or blue or whatever long hair short hair beard no beard bald headed everything is the mental faculty will do it, but that's why it has to work together mind alone perceive that is it so what does tibetan buddhist scholars what is the definition of mind definition of a mind is clear session rigba shebe thinis it is clear and uh, perceivable touch or whatever rigba is very interpretable anyway so we will not reach for the rigba anyway today we're going to make about this clear what do you mean by clear there are number of ways to make it clear clear the word clear one normally you know if you are in dark room you don't see anything turn the light on the light makes it clear right 
So you will know who's there and who's not there and what it is and I don't know whether it is something good to taste or whether it's something good to throw it away. Whatever it is, you know, the light make it clear. And that's just one way of clearing. The another way is the, the mirror. In front of the mirror, you show whatever you want to show and enough light on that. And because of that light and because of the projection, the mirror will perceive and reproject it. What do we call it? Reflections. The mirror will project. And that is one way of clearing. But that's not the way the mind refers as clearing. Mind does not need light. Mind doesn't function through light. It's not through light. No, it is the... I mean, you can't say no because I consciousness is function through light as well as this thing. But, but also you don't have to project it anything. Mind by natural, by its own, own right, have the capability to understand. To understand. Mind has a capability to understand. And that is called clear here. Mind's way of clearing is understanding. To get it. So what happens in mind when the mind focused Mind has a by natural or by his own right or whatever we call it. But mind has a capacity to be able to perceive. Perceive is not like projecting, not like this. In other words, the mind sort of looks like mind takes photograph. That's not a good example. But mind looks like mind takes some sort of a photograph and uh, take over that. And when how take over that, a part of mind or the parcel of mind itself became the photograph. Itself became the photograph. There's no camera, nothing. Don't think when I use camera as an example, but don't think mind is carrying a camera around and taking photographs. No, no, no. The mind perceives things. When it perceives things, a part of the mind itself became the duplication of what you perceive. You know what I mean? It becomes the duplication of what you perceive. And why is that duplication? That maybe is too uh, detailed to go. But mind has no form, no shape, and nothing. No color, no form, no shape. So where is that duplication remains? Where it stores? It stores the space within the mind itself. It is a space within the mind itself that's what's stored. 
so anyway mind just perceive that so the mind itself becomes part of what you are perceiving the mind is a no limit it is capable of taking becoming anything anywhere anytime whatever it is and that is why we number of times you might have heard me saying mind has no limit mind has no capacity limit at all there's no limit of capacity that's what it is that is mind is all about it so no form no shape no color it is not tangible but somehow it remains within our physical structure so happens to be here rented this apartment of this body and occupying here and functioning and the way way and how the mind occupy actually i may be able to say this maybe i maybe i should not but actually mind is trapped in here actually trapped in there in our body so whenever when we have to go we have to drag this body you can't go without because you are trapped in that that doesn't mean mind cannot go out either because well we are sitting right here we are capable of we are capable of thinking perceiving even seeing what is happening in downtown tokyo right this moment the moment i use the word tokyo uh, each one of you have a different vision saying ah japan or tokyo or or maybe you have a building you have a road you have a picture or something you get in so the mind is capable so down, downtown detroit everybody will think what renaissance center or whatever the downtown the greek town or whatever you know so, some projection you will have it so the mind is capable of doing that although is a tapped in it's sort of tapped in here so it is so it remains in our physical body and and that is a capability of seeing and uh, perceiving anything of your own part made into a photograph of whatever you have seen it and a capable of capable of storing that and then it was uh, it was sorted out by different mental faculties remember i was uh, there was some show or something people try to remember the all the states it's different states and you and the drawings you walk through and remember the alphabetical orders or whatever it is the mind that is sorted out and the restore and the easy to point it out it's much faster than computer 
actually. When we wanted to remember, we come down very fast to remember. Sometimes we don't remember. It takes time, takes different points to go. But it, when, you, when it comes out, it comes out like this. You don't have to press any button, you don't have to do anything, you don't have to change your pages, you don't have to change your files and do nothing. It just pops out. Much faster, more capable than the computer. Not only our individual private computers is much more capable than the computer they use in Pentagon. Honestly, that is the computer we carrying. Normally, we say up here, right? So that's what that's what the mind is all about. It. Clear by nature, able to project by nature. It is capable of uh, capable of zooming by nature, capable of. Looking back in big general, bigger picture, capable of going through in detail, all of them. When the mind is trained properly, as I told you, when you meditated, you may get get to the point. You're looking at the pillar, and you see. I can clearly see each and every particle within that pillar is. And that is the capacity of the mind. We are talking about the same mind, same mind, and the capacity of this mind is uh, no limit. Actually, space way beyond space. Anyway, if there is something beyond space, and then mind capacity is way beyond space. That is our mind. Fortunately, luckily, each and every one of us have that mind. The some people is a little dull, some people is a little old, some people is a little overworked, some people is a little underused. <laughs> but everybody, but we all have it. This is our mind. I like to say thank you.